for nine years in a row, ranking Arizona's number one most trusted referral network, rosieonthehouse.com. Information that you can't get anywhere else. And 30 years of Rosie on the House. Welcome to the 10 o'clock hour. This is hour number four of our weekly radio broadcast here at Rosie on the House, your Saturday morning tradition for 30 years. It is November. We're in the middle of Home Finance Month. If you joined us last Saturday, you heard from Galaxy Lending, Mr. Harold Perkins, talking about current rates and different type of loan options for you, the Arizona homeowner. Next week, we have what we call the Tucson Trifecta. We've got the home inspector, the realtor, and the finance guy, all locals of Tucson Market, and work great together. And it's a perfect trifecta for expert uh, industries that you need if you are looking to purchase a new home. You've got to have a great lender. You've got to have a great realtor. And you've got to have a great home inspector for optimizing your home ownership. Sure, you could go without a realtor and find something off the market. Sure, you could bypass the home inspection. But that kind of leads into what we're going to have fun with on the last Saturday of the month, Thanksgiving weekend, the Money Pit weekend. We're going to put uh, take the silly movie of Tom Hanks, The Money Pit, and apply five real-life money pit examples that we've seen here and to avoid. But bringing it back to today, we have John Bedrozic of Homezada. You've heard us talking about this great app that is a, a digital home management. You can inventory your home. You can track your maintenance. You can manage your projects. You can sell your home. But today we're talking about the finance application of Homezada because anybody that has had a horse that will tell you it's buying the horse that's cheap. It's owning the horse that's expensive. A lot can be said for the home, too. Buying one can can be a lot cheaper than what you're going to spend over it over the course of the life of that home. John, welcome to the program. Thanks, Romy. It's a pleasure to be here again and uh, looking forward to talking about home finances today. Now, if you don't have the Homes Auto app, don't think you're not going to learn something from today. It'll give you a broad perspective of all the things that you need to be anticipating financially as you own a home. But for those of you that have gone to Rosie on the House, clicked login and signed up for the Homes Auto digital app, you can log on and walk through this interview with us and have the finance side of your home I won't say completely set up, but you'll be underway to getting it set up because this program does so much, it can be so overwhelming that we never start the project to begin with. Okay, starting off logged in, I've got six options here. I'm clicking on finance. When we come to the finance part of it, we've got property values, mortgage, insurance, and household expenses. John, let's just start at uh, at the property value. Yeah, absolutely. The property values piece really is sort of the central hub around uh, managing what most people will tell you is your home's your largest financial asset and biggest expense. And the property values piece is focusing on the asset value piece, right? So essentially, it's pretty darn simple. All you have to do is confirm your address. um, And then based on your address, Homes Auto will go out and get the current estimated value of your home and give you a high-low range. Um, and we'll automatically update that for you every quarter because, as we all know, local real estate market values are constantly changing depending on what uh, the market conditions are. So staying on top of what the estimated value of your home uh, is an important part of uh, the overall home financial aspects of managing your house. And this isn't something that y'all are doing by yourself as well. You've got a great third-party uh, verification software that Homesada is using to collect this information. 
That's correct. It's a combination of two things. One is we're using a real estate data provider that has access to basically 120 million homes all across the U.S., and they're kind of doing all the number crunching based on your address over what the current homes are for sale, what recent sales are, and based on all those algorithms, they come back and give us the estimated home value. Another thing our customers really like is not only does it give you your estimated home value for today, but it even gives you a forecast over what they think your home could be worth over the next three years, uh, which is an important thing to know because obviously we'd love to live in a, in a home that's going to appreciate given market conditions, um, and that could help you decide whether you want to sell the home or reinvest in the home or um, you know, if you happen to be living in an area that might be depreciating, then you obviously want to maybe perhaps consider getting out of that home moving to a different location. So we do a lot of other things on top of that data. And the one thing that we also do is actually calculate your home equity, which is probably even more important than just the value because we will take your mortgage and figure out what the remaining balance is on your mortgage to really show you how much equity you have in your current home. And all of those are great tools for the homeowners. We're making decisions about you know, staying in our home or if we're at a point we need to move because of school or we need to upsize or we pull out that equity and change the house we live in to accommodate our current living needs. Now, the tools in this also allows you to track your property taxes, the uh, installment payments. It allows you to track your mortgage payments. So you've got finance tracking as well to show your history of payment and it helps you see as you're paying off your monthly mortgage, what your principal versus interest becomes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously most people have a primary mortgage, but the system allows you to track if you have a secondary, a second mortgage as well, and really understanding what that loan balance is and then understanding what that equity is. And like you said, um, equity is such a big component of people's overall net worth. Um, people end up looking at that as, you know, their nest egg for retirement. They look at that as, um, if I sell the house, this is what the cash out might be, obviously less closing costs. Um, if I want to get a home equity loan to pay for home improvement projects or college tuition or unforeseen medical expenses, it is such a big component. And what we really want to do at HomeZada is constantly give the homeowner updated visibility because your home equity is changing all the time because hopefully your value of your home may be appreciating and you're paying off your mortgage. So really understanding how that equity grows over time will give you better sort of financial visibility over the, your asset value. And every time I come here, it seems like I'm learning something new about this program and what it does. And I think, you know what, I wish it did this. And I play around, I'm like, oh, you know what, it does. <laughs> I mean, the, the amount of functionality that's continually added into this application is incredible. Yeah, and we really try to make it easy. You know, I think in the, you previously mentioned, you know, obviously property taxes, that's something that, you know, after you buy the home, we usually forget about that. Uh, sometimes it's embedded in our monthly mortgage payment. Other times people choose to pay it on its own. But just giving people the understanding of not even having to do data entry, all we need is your address, and we'll, we'll understand what your parcel number is and your property tax assessed value, um, because obviously how your property is assessed from a tax perspective is probably different than what it may be valued in the open marketplace. Uh, it's probably different on what you need to insure your house for if you need to rebuild it. And so it's really trying to give consumers more what I call financial visibility into the different financial ways that you need to view your home.
Now, going left to right, looking at all of our different finance options. So we've been going through the property value one, and I'm clicking over now to the mortgage one. And you've got exactly that. You've got three different tabs to operate. You have your mortgage, your second loan, and documents. Again, a lot of this is synchronized with the technology from your real estate database. And what I really love is it the calculation of seeing your principal getting paid to zero. That's fun to look at. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, when we buy a home, obviously, that's when we're signing up for our, our, our big mortgage. But uh, everybody wants to see that balance go down over time and just showing people that visual visualization over how it goes to, to zero um, creates some not only emotional benefit, but obviously just sort of better financial knowledge. Um, you know, it's sort of like, again, once you sign that initial mortgage, people tend to forget, well, what is the total cost of my loan? And over the next, if you've got a 15-year loan or a 30-year loan, how much interest am I going to pay? Uh, the system even has kind of like a what-if analysis, like if you added an extra $100 a month to your mortgage payment, how much interest would you save over the course of the loan? Um, so obviously we're doing lots of different things to give people more visibility over you know, their overall mortgage um, and how that total cost is going to sort of impact them over the next you know, 15, 20 years. Um, and then, like you said, at the top, there's another tab there. A lot of people will just upload their mortgage documents as sort of safekeeping, right? Part of the whole, make sure you've got your documents, um, you know, prepared in case of some disaster hits. Where are all your mortgage documents? Most people, they're stuck in a closet in paper format. Um, just having the ability to get that into PDF and upload it, again, becomes that central place of storing the documents. And the what if is is so much fun. You've got this button once you put in your principal uh, loan amount, your interest rate, the terms of payoff, then you do have this what if, and you can click there. And exactly what John was saying, let's see if I add $100. Let's say if I double the principal. I don't know of any other tool that's as easy to use as this that's available on the market. Yeah, we, we've done a really good job, I think, of trying to present the user with a lot of valuable information, but make it really easy that they don't have to enter a lot of this information themselves, right? And so that's part of the, the, the value is, A, having everything in one place, but then also when it's pretty much easy, like I said, all you really need to do is give us your address, and 90% of this data is automatically calculated for you. Then you can do all the what-ifs and sort of play around with these things and and maybe we got your uh, interest rate off by a, you know, a half a percentage point or not. All you have to do is click that in there and sort of recalculate it to get it based on you know, the specifics of your loan. But the, the accuracy of our, of our tool is pretty darn good. Um, and you know, a lot of our customers really like it. I mean, it's, it's, again, it goes back to everybody tells you, your home's your largest financial asset and biggest expense. But where do you log in to see all this information, right? There is nothing really to log in, and that's really the void that Homesada is filling. In this application, I just put in $300 if I added that to my monthly payment. It takes my payoff time from 2039 down to 2029, saves 10 years, $99,100.84. I think I could manage that. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's again, not only it's the it's showing you both the financial savings, but also the time savings, right? It's sort of like, again, if you have a 30-year loan and you're going to shrink that back to 25 or 22 or 20 years and you're going to save all that, 
just uh, great information that I think homeowners really sort of need to manage their house. And we've got a lot more features we'll talk about as well. Now let's start calculating for those big expense maintenance items, the new roof, the new air conditioning unit. You can use your Homesada app to do that right here at Rosie on the House. If you'd like to join the conversation or have a question, one 767 4348 That's 1-888-ROSIE for you. Text is 411-923 or email info at rosieonthehouse.com. Homeward bound, I wish I was homeward bound. Home, where my thoughts escape home, where my music's Thank you for joining us here on this beautiful Arizona Saturday morning where we're talking about how to manage our home's household expenses, our property value, our equity, our maintenance projects. Homeownership is a wonderful thing, but it comes at a cost. And oftentimes we can end up uh, becoming slaves to our home because we weren't ready or anticipated or didn't have enough cash reserve or or options available to us. Uh, One aspect before we go into the project management, I kind of jumped ahead a little bit there. We're going to go back to the household expenses. So we've got our home mortgage set. We've got our property value set. Well, we have regular household expenses that we've got to calculate next before we go into maintenance projection. I'm saying maintenance, affording that new roof, affording that new air conditioning, that biannual mechanical inspection to keep all of our equipment operating. It's surprising how much you spend month in and month out on your home, John. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's that, that this part of our of our app really tries to, as a homeowner, you are usually signed up for somewhere between five and maybe ten monthly sort of services for your house, right? The, the most basic one is all of your utilities, right? Depending on what your utilities are, it could be an electric and gas bill combined. Maybe there's a water bill or a garbage bill. Then you've got other sort of, you know, home-related expenses, primarily around television, Internet, perhaps even alarm security system that you're going to do. And then, again, depending on where you are and what type of homeowner you are, you may have what I call some premium services. Maybe you've got pest control services that come out, you know, once a quarter or a lawn service or a pool service. These are sort of, again, total cost of ownership that Homes Auto allows you to budget for all of these things. Because some of these bills are, are obviously due monthly and are kind of you uh, almost on a set fee. Others sometimes maybe like on a quarterly basis or on a biannual basis. And then when you combine that with your hardcore property expenses like the mortgage and the insurance and the property tax, really what we're trying to do is give the owner at the top of that sort of household expense page is what is the total cost of ownership of all those sort of ongoing expenses over the course of the year and to try to give them a cash flow because if you've got a bill that hits quarterly or one or once a year that month you may have to come out of pocket with more expenses than on other months when you don't have that sort of spike in cost and one interesting feature that always gets me is when you enter something so many times there's not a save button as you're entering each one of these expenses, you don't have to hit save. It just does it for you. And if you need to change the number, you just change it. And you see the little green bar run across the bottom of the line indicating we've updated your information. Yeah, that's a real powerful part of the sort of platform. Again, uh, we've got users who use a desktop. We have users who use a mobile device. So obviously when you're using a mobile device, there's no mouse. It's your finger tapping on a field. But in a desktop, most people are using a mouse. And so we really designed a great interface 
that supports different devices, and like you said, super easy to edit information. Consumers find it really easy to use and adopt the application no matter what device they, they want to use it with. And when you're talking about device to use it with, some elements I find it's easier on the laptop just because I like a keyboard. Uh, some elements I find are easier on the app. If I'm tracking expenses, I may not always be sitting at my computer. I may be, uh, you know, I, I can pay my electric bill online on my phone. I can pay my garbage. I, I still write a check for that. Addition to that, it doesn't have to be one person either. You yeah, could have your phone set up on it, your wife's phone set up on it. Yeah, that's kind of the hidden value of the Homes Auto platform is all the data is stored in a secure cloud environment, which basically we see that your exact behavior that you use, Romy, with lots of our customers is they use multiple devices to access their information, right? Because when you're Sunday night at home paying bills, maybe you're logging in via the desktop, and then on you know Thursday afternoon, you're taking your kids somewhere or doing something from work, and you're like, oh, I need to do something on my house, and you, you got your phone. And so that flexibility of understanding everybody's lifestyle of where and when they want to access information around their home, I think that's the really powerful part of the Homes Auto platform from a pure technical perspective. And helps keep all the information current. It's only as good as the information you put in it. And because there's so many ways to do that, just depending on, you know, whatever we're doing at the moment, you know, we always, we're not always at our computer, but we always have our phone. It allows you to keep and maintain all this information in a very real time uh, process without having to set the time. All right, I got home, I've got to enter these four expenses into this application. And you know, you miss that for a week, and all of a sudden you've got 20 you got to sit down in there. <laughs> Being exactly. able to do it in real time eliminates that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, we obviously try to create a lot of pre-populated data for the user that minimizes the need to do data entry. We talked in the previous segment about how we all, all we need is your address to get a lot of these expenses and property values. But then, yeah, any bit of personalized data that you decide to personalize with it that value builds over time, right? If you did a little bit this month and a little bit the next month and a little bit in the next month, now, 12 months later, you've got much more value out of the Homes Auto system because it is becomes that one central sort of place that you log in to see all the information that you need to sort of manage, maintain, protect, improve your home. Right here at Rosie on the House. If you'd like to join the conversation or have a question, one triple eight seven six seven four three four eight. That's one triple eight Rosie for you. Text is four one one nine two three. Email info at rosieonthehouse.com. More John Bedrozik of the Homezada app here at Rosie on the House. If you're curious to see how this works, just go to rosieonthehouse.com in the upper right hand corner. Click log in. We'll be back after bottom of the hour news. Moving right along here in our conversation with John Bedrozik, one of the founders of the Homezada Home Maintenance Digital App, and we're talking about how to use this tool to help you, the Arizona homeowner, manage your finances on your home. This segment, we're going to jump into maintenance, and you know what else starts with him? Money. That's all I hear when I hear maintenance is money. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, a, a big thing that I think homeowners either A, uh, forget or wish they could forget as it relates to the maintenance cost of the home. And, uh, you know, part of what we do is one of the little algorithms that we have is trying. people always ask us, like, how much should I budget for sort of preventative and sort of typical fix-it repair costs? And what we like to tell people is it's somewhere between 1% to 4% of the value of your home. 
Um, and the reason why that range of 1% to 4% is if your house is less than five years old, then most of the things are new and probably still under warranty, and so the 1% number is kind of a good number, right? But if your house is 25 years old or 30 years old, then obviously a lot of useful life of the assets in your home are starting to get to the end, uh, and you're probably going to have a little bit more significant you know, fix-it and repair costs for an older home. Uh, so perhaps the 4% number is, is a good number to budget. And let's talk through some of those maintenance items that cost money and how we can schedule those in our home home maintenance side of the application so we're prepared when that hits. One of the things I love about this is where we live to get to a hardware store. It's about 30 miles uh, back into town. So it's not like I just pick up and go. I'm like, well, I've got to wait till next weekend. I forgot to get that on the way home. But because I can put all of these in the app, I can look, hey, here's everything I've got scheduled. Here's what I need. Pick these up, and I'm ready for a weekend at home and tackle three or four projects over the weekend. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, when we look at the maintenance piece of the of the platform, we kind of see users using it two different ways. One is, is a schedule of all the preventative maintenance things that need to get done, and obviously some of those things have costs. Like I need to replace air filters. Well, you need to buy the air filters or – um, maybe you also need to um, caulk around your, you know, bathtubs and, and, and bathrooms, and so you need to buy some caulking. Um, or you're going to clean your gutters twice a year. Um, that may not be a cost if you're going to do it yourself, but if you're going to hire somebody to do it, then it does become a cost. Um, so those are the kinds of sort of preventative maintenance tasks that you can sort of track those actual costs, and you can even track, uh, you know, who the service provider was that, that did it. And then on the flip side, customers will also use the same task management systems for things that aren't necessarily preventative, but just tracking the costs of small fix-it and repair costs, right? Um, you're, you need to replace the flush valve in your toilet, or your garbage disposal is broken, or the downspout on your gutters got broken and you need to sort of buy and fix some repair things. Uh, just keeping track of all those little things, when you do that diligently over the course of the year, then you can go back and say, okay, how much did my actual costs of all these preventative and fix-it costs take? Uh, and again, it helps you just sort of uh, keep keeping control of all those different costs. What I really like about it, I'm going to use our garbage disposal as an example. When we had to replace it, we I took pictures of the garbage disposal. I was able to upload a receipt of how much I paid for it. So if it ever broke again, it's not like anybody would need to know anything. You could just walk into Central Arizona Plumbing Supply, open your Homes Out of app, go to the picture of the disposal and say, I need this part, or just show the receipt, here's the part number I need a new one of. Where that really helps is if you transition and sell the home, it gives the new homeowner better tools to manage the home more effectively and uh, efficiently. Absolutely, and that kind of connects back to you. You just gave another great use case example over why the mobile phone interface is so important, right? Even though you like the desktop, but when you're when you're at the hardware store and you need to find that part, having your mobile phone to have access to the photos and the receipts becomes you know hugely efficient with your time because you don't have to go oh I forgot I got to drive back home I got to find the piece of paper all of that becomes a huge sort of efficiency in terms of managing our overall daily lives because once the information is readily available to you with anywhere you go 
um, you're going to end up saving yourself a lot of time and frustration. You could call home and say, hey, could you take a picture of this and put it here in the app? Sure, they could take a picture and text it to you, but if your spouse at home uploaded that to the app, well, then it's there. So you could be, uh, you know, they may not have it at this hardware store. You go to the next one. Well, it's always there. You don't have to scroll through this chain of text to try and go back to wherever that picture was. It's just stored where it needs to be because it's applied to the right part of the home that you're trying to work on and it's all very easily navigated it's i've said it before we had started developing this and i cried when i first saw your home's out app because i thought somebody stole my idea And, (laughs) and then i realized you know i don't know how to make all this part electronically work and i wasn't interested in becoming a software developer either so it was perfect for us to just license it and bring it to arizona and let you guys bring this to arizona homeowners to help manage as maintenance free of a life as we can yeah absolutely i mean you know we we appreciate you know the partnerships that we have with you uh you know obviously we're we we look at our role as being the software company that can develop the app that helps homeowners in all these aspects but like you said, uh, homes in Arizona are different than homes in Minnesota, and we don't have employees in either of those locations. So having partners who understand the nuances of a market in terms of what needs to get done from a maintenance or projects perspective of the Arizona market and then applying that to how to use HomeZada given that market, we think that those are just win-wins for all you know consumers. Looking at bigger ticket items, the new roof, the new air conditioning unit, It's a technology-based system. So what it does today isn't going to be the same thing it does next month or next year or 10 years from now. It's going to continually enhance. And one of the things I really like and I'm excited about is going in and to look at the age of each component in my home. My air conditioning unit, I replaced it last summer. I know it's only a year old. I've got it in there, and I've got it projected out of what it's going to cost to replace it in 20 years. I've entered that as a project and I've added a 3% inflation so that I can see here's a project that can be coming, be ready for it. The next thing I've got to do is go back and, all right, let's see how old this roof is. I believe it was new at the home. It's a 2001. So I'm at 17 years on this roof. I know it's only got a 20 year warranty. I've got to be prepared pretty quick in the next couple of years to, to diligently save for that so that I can't handle it out of pocket cash. Absolutely. You know, projects is such a huge component of, you know, people's life and sort of how long they live in their home. And, you know, our projects piece really handles projects from a couple of different perspectives. One is, like you said, there's a lot of projects that I call sort of structural in, in nature based on the useful life of roof and windows and HVAC units. And the system has templates that people can basically pick Um, and they can sort of track those as potential projects that they need to do in the future, right? Then there's another category of projects, which are what I call sort of lifestyle uh, projects, which is I I bought a house and I just don't like the way the kitchen works or looks, so I wanted to do a kitchen remodel, or I don't like the floors and the carpet, right? All of those things become sort of discretionary projects over um, when people want to sort of move forward with those things. And so we obviously see lots of behavior around different customers depending on what age of house they have. Usually they have a desire for somewhere between, let's say, three to five to maybe even upwards of 15 different projects. But then reality sets in. I can't afford them all this year, right? And I need to sort of have a planning tool where I can sort of see all of these 10 to 15 projects 
develop a real life, you know, uh, estimate, right? So getting an estimate that's reasonably accurate, and then consumers can basically sit down at the beginning of the year and say, okay, we've got, you know, 20 grand of discretionary money this year, which one of our, you know, 10 projects are we going to execute on? Some might be needed now because the roof is basically shot and others might not be needed now and can get pushed off for a year or two. And so that whole process of sort of planning out your projects and sort of knowing what they're going to cost is, becomes a real value point with the Homes Auto platform there. And you can break it down into uh, wish list projects, existing undergoing projects, and completed projects. And what I really like about this is when everyone became a real estate agent and a house flipper 10 years ago and, you know, homes and equities were just going absolutely out of control. You would see all these listings, brand new granite countertops, brand new this, brand new. Well, so much of that stuff was just junk anyway. With If you log this all in your homes audit, you can show the actual quarry it came from, the value of the granite. It It brings so much more to just the realtor or the home flippers yeah it's got new granite countertops well okay you got those from a discarded order that nobody else wanted and slapped it in there doesn't mean it's a good countertop (laughs) right (laughs) yeah yeah exactly you can uh the, the the great thing is on projects the ones that are bigger there's usually multiple items involved right so with a kitchen remodel you've got appliances and countertops and a fume hood and uh, a backsplash and light fixtures. And so, you know, figuring out what product and brand you're going to put into each one of those categories has a huge impact on what the total cost of your kitchen remodel is going to be. But then, like you said, it's not only the upfront planning piece over how much am I going to spend? Am I going to spend 30, 50 or 80 grand on the kitchen remodel? It's all the downstream value of having all that history in Homesada. Right, because after you finished your kitchen remodel, you're maybe underinsured, meaning your home insurance policy says if your house burns down, your insurance company will pay you 300 grand to rebuild it. Well, you just put in 75 grand in upgrading your kitchen remodel. You may need to consider updating your insurance policy, or your accountant's going to ask you at tax time how much you know have you invested new into your house. Um, and then, like you said, if you ever decide to sell your house in the future. All of that becomes great information that you can use to market your home to kind of differentiate your home from the one down the street because you have all the records over what you did as it relates to improving that home. And then the reporting of all this, all this information is put in so it can all be reported out. Yeah, there's so many different ways to look at it. I mean, you know, your your, your accountant usually thinks when you sell your house, they have something that they call the tax basis of your house. And usually the tax basis of your house is, A, what did you pay for your house? And then, B, what are the improvements that you've made into your house? So if you bought a house for three hundred grand and you, you made over the course of 10 years hundred grand worth of improvements, your tax basis is four hundred grand. So therefore, depending on what the state taxes are and, and how they are treated in Arizona, if you sell your house for you know, $550, then you've got to take that into account over you know, how you're going to sort of apply that to any tax situation. Um, but then it goes back to other reports of like, okay, uh, if I did all of my wish list projects, how much money do I need to come up with, right? So if I've got 10 projects each at 10 grand, I need to come up with 100 grand. Again, go back to that um, property value home equity piece, right? What's your loan to value ratio? Could you qualify for a home equity loan of 100 grand? And now you're sort of tying those two things together over 
do I have enough equity to kind of pay for these upgrade projects because I have a good estimate of those things? And again, again, HomeZada is bringing all those things together in one place. Digital home management, it's what we call the future of home ownership here at Rosie on the House. One final segment with HomeZada here right after this. But this is still the place that we all call now, we've briefly touched on all the different things that HomeZada can do, but let me stress that briefly. I mean, when you go into each one of these individual items that we've talked about, from entering your home's mortgage, entering your home maintenance, entering your projects, there are so many details. You can even assign different tasks to different people in the home. You can track which contractor was here doing that type of project. You can enter the technician's name. I mean, the level of information and detail that is available that you can enter into your home's auto account to help manage your home to maximum efficiency is extremely detailed but we've got to cover one more aspect on the inventory of our home our personal possessions because that then brings us to you know john you used it earlier and i i think it's a great kind of like a your home's income statement yeah, uh, you know, on the home inventory side, a lot of people will sort of focus in on the photographs of photographing those things in case your house burns down. You've got sort of proof around what you had in your house. And that's but one application where I think the mobile is easier because you can just activate your camera from your mobile phone and take pictures instead of having to use a camera, synchronize it to your laptop, and then upload them individually. You just walk in, I'm in the bedroom, uh, upload photo, access camera panoramic shot done absolutely yeah and then for those people who want to extend sort of home inventory into sort of the financial view is trying to come up with an estimate for all the sort of personal possessions in your house which is think about all the furniture you have the electronics the tools in your garage the you know household uh, appliances those kinds of things uh, oftentimes my co-founder says if you were to add up all the things inside your house, those things are real value and are oftentimes greater than the amount that's in your checking account. Um, and so that becomes sort of you need to understand the amount of that asset value that you have with all those things inside your house. And then you can clearly try to compare that with your home insurance policy because on your insurance policies there is a personal content coverage and you want to make sure that that coverage covers all the values of the things inside your home. So it's really trying to bring together that kind of home inventory piece, but looking at it from a financial perspective over making sure that you're properly insured for those high-value items in your house. So then we've got the inventory entered, and we go into the finance side. We go into reports and the home financial report. Walk us through how that total calculation is yeah, this kind of brings it all together. I mean, it's, uh, you know, for many people who sort of, you know, understand the business world of income statements and, and balance sheet, think about this as uh, combining all of your assets, values, and expenses into one place, right? So at the top is, what are my household expenses this year? That, that kind of ties back to what we talked about with your utility expenses, your pest control bill, your landscaping bill, et cetera. Then you've got what have I spent on maintenance and repair, right? The garbage disposal fix and the downspout fix. Then it's what, what projects have I completed this year? Oh, I put on a new roof this year. And then it's like, well, what's the value of all my possessions? And then what's the value of my home? And then how much debt do I have on my, on my mortgages uh, to show me what my total asset uh, value is? And so this is sort of that one report 
that, again, brings everything together in super simple visual way to kind of see both the expense side of your house and the asset value side of your house all in one simple, easy report. Uh, and this, candidly, is what most of our consumers really love because it's that one central place to see it all. And for the HomeZada app, the inventory side of it's free. So to go in and log everything that you have in your home for a total loss scenario where it's a fire, a flood. Luckily, we don't have a lot of those in Arizona, but accidents happen. When we say floods, most of the floods aren't uh, rain coming out of gully washers. They're broken pipes in the attic. They're uh, leaks under the foundation that we didn't see for years that have created a washout. You know, there's a lot of different things that can happen. Well, being able to go anywhere and be relocated and have all of that at the access of your phone is just going to make the whole process of recovery a lot easier than to add the projects and the maintenance and the uh, home finance side of things. It, five bucks a month, John? Uh, seven bucks a month or $59 a year. Um, and so, yeah, the, the annual uh, cost is $59, which is a, a pretty big discount compared to the monthly fee. Um, I, I usually tell people it's usually less than your Starbucks bill <laughs> on a monthly basis um, uh, in terms of the value of sort of bringing all these things together. And then, you know, one, one key thing on the premium features, and, and I don't know, maybe this is a, an important point for homeowners in Arizona. Uh, with that, you can actually track multiple homes in one account, right? So if you have rental properties or vacation homes or you're caring for your elderly parents' home, the ability to kind of have access to not just your primary residence, but other homes uh, that you need to manage. Having that all, again, in that mobile phone and having access to that data, um, that's a huge value to be able to do that within one sort of account. And that multi-property management that you were talking about as it relates to helping elders, that is huge for us because it's hard enough to manage your own home as it is. But if you're trying to help an elderly person age in place and stay in their home, being able to have that all digitally, it, it just creates so much more convenience and time efficiency and savings and a better expectation of here's what has to happen this month. Here's what has to happen this week. Here's whose responsibility is. Where are we at in that process? Yeah, Very powerful absolutely. tool. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's, when you're living in your primary residence, you can sort of see what needs to get done because you're coming and going on a daily basis. But when you have second homes, whether it's vacation, rental, or family homes, you're physically not there all every day. You're only there maybe once or twice a month or whatever. So you need to have access to that data to be able to see it in your phone without actually being physically present there all the time. I think that becomes that sort of... Uh, innate sense of the value of sort of having all this information digitized about your home and all of your homes in one account. Go to rosieonthehouse.com and click login to get started with your digital home management.